0: Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour, live from the Deer Valley Air Park. I'm Joe Quinn, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and for decades we've been right here bringing you the news to disturb the comfortable, and those of you that are, <laughs> you know, already disturbed, you know, where your home, where your home, and if you're not disturbed, well. Maybe we're not your home. I don't know. But either way, we'll make it happen for you. 800-951-0592. Wealth Insurance. Your hedge against the dollar. Talking about gold and silver. Uh, It's time. You know what? I think after the next one, and you know what I mean by the next one. When it comes, hopeful that maybe, maybe, we can get rid of this Federal Reserve altogether and go back to legal, lawful, constitutional tender. Our toll-free number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The website at allamericangold.com. and and you know coming off the weekend uh, we had a football game for my younger son, high school. Now his team's two and zero this weekend. My older son will play in his first college football game. Uh, We're going to try to do the double duty. Uh, We're going to go to my son's, our younger son's game on Friday night, drive to the airport, get on the red eye, fly to uh, Chicago, and drive up to see a 2 o'clock kickoff uh, for my older son, watch that game, drive back to the airport, get on an airplane, come back. We'll see how many times I do that. But I'm going to do it at least for once. Uh, he is going to play as a freshman, so he's excited. We're proud of him. And, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the sports you're going to get for the day. Did you, well, I guess not, because did you see what happened in Florida this weekend? They were having, uh, and of course, this is the latest now, right? The video game championships, and this one was for Madden. Right, so they were playing the Madden, which John Madden is the football championships on. I, I don't know what, whatever Xbox or something like that, and you know that's just the latest now, right? Where all the kids are you're supposed to get video game scholarships and the like. Well, this was this was a big tournament, and uh, uh, what uh, what we know so far is the 24 year old. Shot up the place, killed a couple of other gamers, and then himself. And apparently, he was a previous champion. Um, I guess I, I, you know, I that's what you call it. I mean, this was a if you won the whole thing, you won some big money. I think it was like a hundred grand or something like that. When well, this was a a qualifier event, right? You had to win this to be able to go to Las Vegas for the real event. Uh, apparently, he lost, and he got upset about it and shot up the place. And, you know, one of the things is this was one of, another one of these gun-free zones. I just don't get it. Right? I, I I don't get Obviously, that does not work, you know, right? If a guy decides I'm going to shoot up the place, right, being a gun-free zone just makes it worse, not better. But anyway... Uh, I just thought I did not, you know, and I don't know about this stuff. I don't, I, I don't, you know, I'm not in down with the latest of what's going on. I know all these kids are playing this Fortnite game, uh, but this was not that. This was not uh, that. This was uh, the Madden football game, uh, and apparently, I, you know what, I've never been to one. I don't understand the appeal, right, of, hey, let's watch. And, and I say they're kids. Most of the, these are adults. You know, the, these are are. Uh, well, I guess when you want to know where, what the grown men are doing in your mom's basement, this is probably what they're doing. And uh, anyway, that that just turned into a, a cra- another crazy scene, and and it's just something's not right. I don't know if it's, and I you know what I think it is. I think it's a combination of things. Right. It's the breakdown of the family, right you know it used to be you know uh dad worked, mom was at home raising the kids and and you know parents had more uh interaction and day to day uh view- you know obviously of what's going on with the kids. the fact that this kid was i I don't know if he lived at home, I'm making that assumption, so I shouldn't uh how about religion? I think that may have a part in it. You know is it me or just people just don't value life the way they used to you know it was right there you know thou shall not kill was one of the big ones you know i'm just saying and 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 of course obviously the other side of it is the devaluation of bunny right when you're when you're constantly uh, up against it and, and you don't have enough income in, it, it leads to much a much harsher environment. And again, like the breakdown of, of the family, the fact that, you know, a third of the workforce works multiple jobs and all of those other things, and, and it just leads to, to this nonsense. And then, I, you know what, And I'm going to tell you, and, and I'm not an expert on it, and I promise I won't talk about it again. But all the chemicals they've been using in the food supply turning people crazy, and not just you know, not just mental you know, all of these different issues. I look at my wife, which, which she's gone through, uh, all, the, all the cancers and all this other stuff, and, and, and I'm just, it, I, I just I just say it's a whole combination of stuff, and, and I wish that we would stop, stop saying it's just the gun that's the problem. The gun didn't do it. The person behind the gun did. Patriot Radio News Hour. Enough about that. When we get back, we're going to talk free trade. There's an agreement with Mexico. We'll talk about that next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's up another three bucks. Twelve hundred and ten dollars. Silver is up about $0. six seven cents. Twelve eighty five. Platinum. It's uh, the biggest winner of the day so far. Up. 13 bucks platinum now above 800, uh, 802. So keep an eye, all of you that, uh, uh, at least in my opinion, were smart enough to to have a little value play. Remember, we were selling uh, platinum all last week. Uh, platinum has now moved about 30 bucks, well, oh 25, 20, 27 dollars from the lows of last week uh, already to this morning. Uh, platinum now above $800 at $802. Uh, silver, $1210. or i am sorry, silver, $1214. I'll say, uh, it's Monday, 1485 Gold, $1,210. Uh, one of the things that I think, and again, this is going to pave the way uh, for a weaker dollar and a higher gold price. Uh, we're waiting on the announcement of a new trade agreement with Mexico. Remember, we were talking about this. They've got to hurry up because they need to get it in before the Mexican president leaves office. Um, here's the things I do know. The President Trump says the deal is going to be called the United States-Mexico trade agreement getting rid of the NAFTA name. Yes, <laughs> I'm Quite honestly, you know, brilliant, right? Because we obviously associate NAFTA. That was a horrible deal. It was. Right? It drove down wages here in the United States. It drove out uh, the ability for our manufacturing base to continue to prosper. the president said, you know what? Let's just get rid of it. So it's going to be the United States-Mexico trade agreement. And the deal with Mexico is going to be, you know, he says it's going to be special for farmers and manufacturing. Here's all the only thing I know is I don't think there's going to be a ton of detail on this, at least immediately. The one thing that they did uh, reiterate about uh, the trade agreement was that Mexico was going or was going to promise that they would start buying much more farm products from the United States as it possibly could. Now, I don't know what that means. Uh, And again, I'm kind of scratching my head going, well, aren't they already doing that? Maybe they're not, so maybe this will be uh, some of the farmers that have been hurt by the Chinese trade deal will benefit here. Uh, He said manufacturers. I don't see anything yet about that. Uh, the the uh, the president of Mexico and of course us agreeing to a an understanding, right? A, a memorandum of understanding that apparently Mexico is going to buy more farm products from us. I, that's the only detail I have. They did. They are also saying that once this agreement is signed, that they'll immediately start negotiations with Canada. So. Uh, that that's that's all we know on that that has actually had a big effect uh on the dollar this morning and remember we've had this weird thing for whatever reason they decided uh when we don't have a trade agreement the dollar would rally when we have a trade agreement the dollar would fall the dollar's down uh almost 40 basis points 94. 94.81. 81. So you think about the dollar was almost at 97 about a week ago. So all of these wild swings in the currency uh, continuing to happen, uh, but it's had a great effect on gold. Gold's back above 1,200. Uh, platinum's back above 800. Uh, silver's creeping up now, getting ready to go back over uh, $15, and and uh, we'll have to wait Uh, for, I guess, more details on the rest of it. But if nothing else, we got a new agreement that they're not going to call NAFTA and allegedly Mexico is going to promise to buy more farm products. Uh, Last week, we talked about how Germany made a statement saying they wanted to get rid of of SWIFT. For those of you uh, that don't know, I'm not talking about the trucking company. <laughs> not talking about that. When you're on the highway and you see the SWIFT trailers, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, SWIFT is the global payment system. In other words, as an example, when Mexico allegedly buys more of these farm products, they will pay us via SWIFT. In other words, they're kind of the they're the ones doing the transaction. They're like Visa or Mastercard for for uh, the global payment system. In other words, when countries are buying things from other countries, this is what they use. And then uh, this morning, Germany and France came out together and said that they're working on financing solutions to sidestep the United States. And they said that they're determined to work on an independent European or Franco-German. In other words, if they can't get the rest of of Europe to go along, apparently uh, France and now Germany, well, Germany and now France, have decided they're going to work together on a new financing tool which would allow uh, them to avoid being what they're calling collateral victims of the United States. And the French Prime Minister said this morning during a meeting with the press, I want Europe to be a sovereign continent Not a vassal, and that means having total independent financing instruments that simply do not exist today. And you think about what that means, right? Here we are, and they're talking about, hey, we want to, uh, again, get rid of the dollar. And, and this is happening and I know we want to talk about this great free trade agreement and we want to talk about the hyped up GDP or or uh, the great stock price that exists right now right we got the Dow up and the Nasdaq at 8,000 and all of it's great or is it right and you think think about the pace that this is happening and it is happening so fast. But here's what's funny. Because of the world that we live in today, it seems like it's not, right? Because Wall Street only cares about today, right? They don't They don't even look to what's going to happen next week or next month, right? You used to, remember, you used to be the long-term investor. You'd buy and hold, right? And that's gone, along with everything else they used to tell us. But here's what's real. China's now in the basket of currencies, right? They, they, they are now uh, a reserve currency of the world, right? Russia, Turkey, China, India, Brazil, right? Of all the, what I would call the BRICS, the emerging markets are trying to do business in something other than dollars, right? We know Russia drunk, d- dumped its treasury bonds. Turkey did the same, the amount of gold. Remember, think about this, and this this really wasn't that long ago. Right? 13, 14, well, probably 14 years ago, central banks sold gold. And they didn't sell a little bit, right? They didn't sell ten or uh, 10 tons or 20 tons. They were selling 500 metric tons of gold a year. A year matter of fact after england dumped all of its gold right what a great move don't you think uh england would love to have all that gold back they came up they made an agreement all the european countries and all the gold holding countries that they would only sell 500 metric tons of gold a year of course now today think just in 14 years they now sell zero none matter of fact nobody in the at least that i know of of any substantial amount has sold a single ounce of gold in 10 years the only country that did was venezuela and they had to cuz they were broke right they had some gold they had to use it to get stuff but nobody has sold any and of course we know what russia's doing china's doing remember india bought the imf you know two hundred tons of gold from the imf let's not forget about that and all of those things that were happening right there and 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 nobody wants to talk about why right we but we know why right because they're like okay this this fiat cycle right We're 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 coming a lot closer to the end here and i think a lot of people and of course Uh, me included, we want to go back to sound money, go back to gold and silver, go back to uh, where they don't devalue and essentially rob us every single day through uh, what they call inflation and this mystery 2% number. But now it's taken another step, right? We got China as a reserve currency. China now, right, at least in oil terms, you can buy oil contracts now in renminbi. And now we have France and Germany coming out this morning and issuing a joint statement that they want to create a new global payment system that is not controlled by the United States. If we want to build a truly independent instrument, we must open up the, the options, all the options, and said the United States as a quote unquote financial channel would be very complicated. So again, this is the this has been the status quo now for decades. Right? You think back all the way to Brenton Woods after World War II, and now we've got this this huge movement coming about where they want to now eliminate the United States as being uh the i guess the the ringleader if you will of the financial channel and of course that means what that these countries are getting what ready to do more things than dollars or less but do you think france and germany are coming out with this because they want to buy more dollars or less dollars And I think the answer is pretty simple, right? They want to buy what? They want less. They want less to do with the dollar. And, of course, you're thinking about, hey, we're just now in the very beginning. This is the very beginning of the debt super cycle that the United States is in. And they can pretend, oh, well, it was the tax cut or this. Listen, the tax cut didn't help. But make no mistake about it. We are on path, and there's there's really not much they can do. I mean, cut everybody's social security benefits by twenty five percent and raise everybody's taxes by fifty percent. I mean, that's not going to happen, right? We're in the, the very beginning of the newest debt super cycle. In other words, having the debt explode to trillions of dollars a year without a war without a financial meltdown. And, of course, I'm going to tell you right now, we're not getting out of it without a financial meltdown. And that's really the problem, because uh, as we're learning more and more about uh, these people that are a lot smarter than me, talking about how the Federal Reserve, uh, there's no way that they're, they're going. They need to raise rates because inflation is running. They have to do it. But then again, by doing it, they're essentially crushing the economy, and everybody and their brother knows the Federal Reserve has never gotten it right. Matter of fact, you already have the non-voting members of the Fed, maybe we'll get to it tomorrow, are already openly opposing the current environment where we know next month we're going to get a rate hike. Yeah, don't worry. Did you prepare? Yes. Are you going to? That's up to you. Patriot Radio news We'll be back after the break.
1: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. Now continuing that legacy, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Phyllis Schlafly wrote often about the rights of parents and their children, particularly when it came to education and the public schools. Sadly, it is not uncommon today to hear of teachers, administrators, and entire school districts flagrantly ignoring the rights of parents. Last month, news surfaced that a Pennsylvania high school in East Penn School District forced nearly 3,000 students to watch an LGBT video during so-called Unity Week in April. How this and other organized activities sponsored by a gay rights lobbying group became mandatory in a public high school is disturbing enough. But the district poured gasoline on the fire by refusing to provide the videos to parents who requested to see what their children had watched. Despite many requests from parents, the district refused to provide the videos, quote, because they are part of a student project, end quote. Ridiculous! In June, parents of the students and parental right protectors objected at the school board's meeting. Liberty Council, the religious freedom law firm, sent a letter to the superintendent citing the state's right-to-know law and threatening a lawsuit if the school didn't provide the videos to the children's parents. Liberty Council attorney Richard Mass said it does not pass the straight-face test for the district to claim it need not provide parents with the actual video links, although the district required more than 2,800 students to view these videos with no prior notice to their parents and no opportunity to opt out. This is a gross violation of parental rights. In closing, Mast warned, it would be convenient indeed if school districts could bypass all public records laws and parental notice and consent requirements for objectionable content. But that's exactly what East Penn School District seems ready to do. Parents, don't be intimidated by teachers and administrators who claim to know best for your children over you. While many educators only want the best for their students, they do not have the ultimate responsibility. You are uniquely qualified to safeguard the well-being and education of your child. Remember that the right to make decisions regarding your child's education comes with the responsibility to hold schools accountable.
0: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The liberal agenda is corrupting classrooms in colleges and schools across the country. If you're a parent, teacher, or administrator who really cares about our children, we promise to keep you informed at phyllisschlafly.com. And let us hear from you at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the
1: Phyllis Schlafly Report.
0: 800-951-0592, Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two 951 Radio Patriot Radio NewsHour. Uh, gold's up 4.5 now, 1,211. Silver's now up 7.5. Let's call, call it 8 cents, $14.87. Today is your very last chance on these dime rolls. Uh, we've got rolls of dimes. They're at $60.00 roll these are the silver dimes the uh, pre-1965 dimes there's 50 dimes in the roll Uh, you're talking about a dollar 90 over spot Uh, there's here's what we got right now we've got 65 rolls for phoenix and i think there's about 30 or 40 rolls in colorado Uh, if you buy if you're not a pickup person in either one of our office locations if you buy twenty rolls or more we will pick up the shipping on the dimes and those will ship out this uh, this week Uh, i know in colorado we're completely all caught up there in phoenix uh, we've been telling you how we're going to have all of our core items in stock all the time now by the end of this week we should be there here as well. So the twenty ten and $5 Liberties, uh, 110 pounds Gold Eagles, Silver Eagles, all of those things, we'll will have a, a pretty darn good supply of them in both locations. Uh, I don't have my dimes yet. Uh, Colorado already does. Uh, but uh, rolls of silver dimes sixty dollars a roll. You're talking about a dollar ninety over spot. You cannot buy government hallmarked silver, right? Because this the dimes obviously minted by the U.S. mint. Can't buy Hallmark government hallmarked material this close to spot. Uh, so this is the last day of these. Uh, kind of like the, the platinum. I did all I could to get as many of you to buy platinum as I could because there's certain things that just tell you this is where it's going to be. Uh, same thing on these times. This is dirt cheap. Uh, and, and, again, it's something, What you know what I love about them is pretty, not everybody, but now, you know, at $60, most people can, can afford at least $60. do not let today go by. You know, think about what happened in Venezuela, and, and you, you think about, remember, we had for a few days, we had that picture up, if you wanted a whole chicken, Right to have, hey, I want to make chicken tonight for dinner. And they had that crate where they had 14,800,000 uh, Venezuelan bolivars. That would be the equivalent of $2.20. Right? That's like two silver dimes. So you can look at it this way. We've kind of gotten a real-world example And we talk about this all the time, about having uh, barterable material. One of the things that, why we like uh, fractional gold, right? Because, hey, if I had a gold brick, you know, you can't take a hacksaw to it. Uh, Even the $20 gold pieces, which are great, they're our number one sellers. If you just wanted to buy a chicken or two, that's not very practical, and we're seeing, you know, when you think about it, in the last, what, five, six years, it's happened in three countries now where they've gone to barter. Now, Venezuela the biggest example, but trust me, this was happening in Greece. This was happening in Cyprus. It was. They didn't want you to know it, but it was. And now we've got a real-life 2018 example of what silver dimes would buy you. In this case, two silver dimes would buy you a whole chicken. So, as you look at it, a roll of dimes—that's twenty-five meals, right? That's twenty-five whole chickens uh, that you could procure, uh, and it's sixty bucks. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, boy, in and this—and I hate to talk about it—but things are getting. Really, underneath, really starting to get creepy. More than one million student loan borrowers every year are now going in default. Right? You think about a million a year. And listen, I'm going to tell you right now, that's this year. It's going to get worse. Outstanding educational debt in the United States is up over 300% in the last decade. Don't tell me there's no inflation. And now exceeds $1.5 trillion. For many, the payments are proving to be unmanageable. By 2023, okay, and I love these predictions, right? Because you know this is best-case scenario. By 2023... 40% Forty percent of all student loan borrowers now. That's an incredible number. First of all, who would loan anybody anything if the default rate was forty percent? Right? What was the default rate that brought down the entire house? That was gonna shut down the world's financial systems. Every bank in the country was gonna go out of business. Because something like 4 or 5% of people couldn't make their mortgage payment. 40% are expected to default on their student loans. That is when a person has not made a payment toward their education debt in over a year. And also, by the way, that's also after deferments and this, that, the other, right? you got to go a whole year without paying before uh, you are technically in default. Like I said, for a lot of students, you can go four or five years before you even have that clock start. According to the latest report, they said the research analyzed the fates of borrowers who entered repayment in 2012. Think about how much bigger. They just said in the last 10 years it's grown 300%. (laughs) So 20 years, that was just the start. That was 60 years ago. You know what? What is it going to be, 50, 60? Quite honestly, so many people are not paying now. I wonder if everybody stopped paying, what would happen? I mean, right, it's all from the government now. Well, not all of it, but most of it from the government anyway. Within four years of leaving school, okay, so whether you graduated or not, four years after leaving school, 25% of them defaulted. They found that borrowers uh, tend to be in financial distress. Yeah, you'd think so, right? Uh, defaulters are a lot less likely than non-defaulters to have types of debt that require a risk assessment, like credit card debt, auto debt, uh, go figure, housing debt. Take the radio news hour. Think about that one while we go on the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. 951 Here's another number. And again, I... Love us for to be able to pay off all of our debts and and do all those things, but it's only you know it's already at ridiculous numbers, right? Twenty one point four something something trillion, right? And by by twenty twenty seven, it's going to be forty trillion. I hope it's only forty trillion, right? It only is a big hope. But then you start, and we've seen it everywhere, we know auto sales are slowing, home sales are slowing, defaults are starting to rise. They now say a million people defaulted on their student loans just this year, one million. And they say that within the next five years, 40% of everybody with a student loan is going to be in default. Delinquencies Past the financial crisis peak. This has to do with credit cards. Now, there's something very interesting here. There's just under 5,000 banks left in America, and this number has been falling uh, for decades and really picked up steam uh, when they changed all the banking laws to create these mega banks. When you take out the 100 largest banks, so like I said, just under 5,000 banks, the delinquency rate on their credit cards rose to an all-time high. And anything about, uh, and I had a hard time believing. It. I'm like, the financial it was terrible. But you're right. Most people, you know, when I thought back, I forgot. Most people, what did they stop paying on? They stopped paying on the house. <laughs> right? They kept paying on the credit card. It was the house they didn't pay on. But the credit card default rate was about 5%. Today, at all banks, not in the top 100, default rates on credit cards hit a new all-time high of 6.2% in the second quarter. So a full percent above where it used to be. Now, you think about what I just said, 6%. At four student loans, it's gonna be 40%. By the way, at the 100 largest banks, their delinquency rate, now theirs was seasonally adjusted. I, I um, They didn't say that the smaller ones were. So, and this was Wolf Richter who does this research. He's fantastic said that the seasonally adjusted rate at the 100 largest banks was 2.4%, that number coming out of the Federal Reserve. And then when you actually dive into the delinquencies, this is anybody who has not paid for 30 days, right? Not not, uh, a year like the student loans, right? 30 days. Uh, they said that all small, smaller banks now at 6.2 percent delinquent. They said uh, that at the 100 largest banks, and here's what was in this, in, in this interesting. Sorry, it's Monday. That the year-over-year year number had risen 3.6 percent. So they're they're seeing an increase in the even the largest banks. About 4%, 35 to 4% of their credit cards are defaulting, more in 2018 than 2017. Uh, and they said that uh, year over year at the other 5,000 banks, the charge-off rate, that the highest since the first quarter of 2010, and they saw an increase of almost 8%. And the biggest difference, just so you know what the difference is, is the smaller banks they give the credit cards to the subprime right so the the 100 biggest banks they do a lot less of that and again it just exemplifies the the two different things that are happening in america which is more and more people are falling into the i'm poor bucket and then you've got the one percent that's doing really really well and and really nothing in between and and uh it's really hard when you see these numbers. And you're going, Wall Street's at an all time high? Hmm. Should I be a buyer or a seller of that? Right? And you think about all the data points. Right? We just had a an awesome GDP number of four point one percent. Right, which we know is not gonna be, you know, let's just say we end up at three. Okay, let's just go with three. Three's okay. And and of course next year it'll be less and less. But you think about car sales falling, home buying, stopping, right? And what did the home Remember what the realtor said. People that were in the market just dropped out. Said, I can't afford it. We look at default rates, student loans, a million, a million. Now delinquencies on credit cards, right? And you just start adding it up, and it feels just like all these other top cycles felt, right? With 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 uh, the housing market crash and all these other, you know, the tech bubble, the nineteen eighty seven crash. It all starts with people's inability to take on more debt, right? They either default on the debt that they've already had, which is a problem, or Hey, I'm at a level where I can't afford to take on any more debt, right? I can't get that new car because, you know what, the payment, I can't make it. I can't get that new house because I can't take that debt on. And these are typically what you see at the end of cycles, not the beginning of cycles. Uh, So when you sit there and you think about where gold and silver are at, boy, they look awfully attractive, don't they? 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. The last day of dimes, $60 a roll. Once they're gone, well, you know what happens. Price goes up. Take the Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Rolls of silver dimes. 50 silver dimes in a roll. Less now. Less than $2 over something. Ready to get below $1.90. Uh, Over spot here. Quick look at the markets. Uh, Gold's up four in chains, $1,211. Silver's up about $0.08, $14.86. The Dow, the NASDAQ, the S&P, everything's higher on the, uh, I'm going to call it the agreement. I'm not sure what it really is, but Mexico and the United States saying they've struck a deal. Uh, The only thing that I've seen so far is a promise for them to buy more agricultural products We'll wait to see the details. But either way, uh, that has the dollar falling and precious metals rising. I will say this. Here was, this was a great comment. They're, the traders on Wall Street, here's what they're saying. Stocks just want to go up. Avoid discussing why. How far or whether it's even right. There you go. That's. A, <laughs> I think that sums it up perfectly because I've been saying, right, this whole thing makes no sense. But, we, you know, that's just how bubbles work, right? The Federal Reserve's back there backing all their buddies up, and, and you get this. And you know what's so funny? This morning I actually heard them talk about it on the air, about the volume and how it's gone on Wall Street. Matter of fact, the number of publicly traded companies is way down. I only bring that up because uh, it does allow for you to get exaggeration on pricing in both directions. Right now, it's exaggerating to the upside, right? But when it goes the other way, without the volume, the falls, are they get really big. Uh, in both, like I said, in both directions. And it's one of those things that we've been... Eric and I used to hypo- hypothesize about this for years. Most, most, most of that 401k money is owned by who? Who owns it? The baby boomers. The retiring in droves. They're all sellers now. Who's going to buy it all? Right? And that's all the thing that we keep scratching our head trying to figure out. It's kind of like the debt. Who's going to buy it all? Apparently today now France and Germany now are saying, oh, you know what, let's get rid of SWIFT altogether. We don't need to pay stuff in dollars. I mean, and it's all just kind of, you know, like I said, Wall Street only wants to look at what happened in the last five minutes. Uh, I'm more concerned about what's going to happen in the next five to ten years. And it seems very, very clear the rest of the world is turning away from the dollar and and this is really what it is that we're preparing for listen it's great own stocks absolutely have a house that's great Do all that stuff but make sure you got your wealth insurance in place right make sure you take the time to put it away if you don't want to buy in a regular day join the metals program right with you know it's something for as little as a hundred dollars a month you can get in. Right. If you want details on that, go out to our website uh, or, or give us a call. Arlene, Wendy, or myself, we can help you get signed up. But make sure you're prepared because this isn't a question of, of if. This is solely a question of when. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Monday We'll be back tomorrow.